or at home and missing your work life in the office, then you are not alone. This year, a major big tech players company in Silicon Valley like Twitter and Slack told their employees not to return to their workplace again. Now, in fact, this COVID impact has helped Zoom revenue to skyrocket to 355% by the ending month of July. Now, with such a huge trend in remote work, virtual reality, and expanding demands of technology, the competition is fierce. We are here today with Ashwin, a founding member of Remo, a remote working tool. For today's topics, I discuss with Ashwin about the change in the futures of work technology that disrupt education industry. It's a great episode, so let's get into it. working from home has been the new trends on Twitter. We are here today with Ashwin, a founding member of Remo, a remote working tools. Thank you so much, Ashwin, for coming on today's episode and share your thoughts with us. I'm very glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me and yeah, taking my opinion about the current world situation. Yes, of course. And for today's themes, we would like to discuss about change in the future of work and technology that disrupt the education industry. Now, before we get into all the details better, so please introduce yourself, your backgrounds, and your currently role with Remo. Sure. I'm an engineer by education. I've done mechanical engineering. Uh, I'm a businessman by, by choice and by passion. I love to build stuff. I love to create stuff love to have challenges in life so that's how i got into business i've been in startups for last nine years done a few startups of my own worked with multiple early stage startups over time i've been at remo for about a year or so i've been the i've been employee number six uh, i started off in marketing then moved into different departments and then ended up in sales in like last march when the pandemic started to pick up we had a lot of uh, incoming uh, incoming customers in platform and that's how we needed someone to do the sales and i stepped up and started doing it since then uh, i've been leading the sales team at remo till now and currently i've handed over the reins of the sales team to someone new who we have hired recently i've been supporting him to set up the team and i'm off to my next adventure in remo i'll be most probably setting up a different team going forward solving their problems and then repeating the same thing for them set up a new team build it up from scratch and then hand over to someone and then move on so that is what my role is at remo basically find out problems and solve them and then once it is built out give it to someone to take care of it mm-hmm. awesome and based on this you are just working remote like online you never had to go to office right so i've uh, i've never met even a single one of my coworkers the whole time at remo 
I've been working from home since last year. So what it's like to be working from home and just work with your colleagues from all over the world? Like how do you cope with everything? So like two parts of your question. So what excites me? The most exciting thing is I get to control my own stuff. I don't want to work, then I don't want to work. I can take a break anytime I want. I want to work late. I can work how much, how much ever long I want. No one is there to tell me how I want to structure my stuff. So it's like it's a lot more flexibility, freedom of choice as to what you want to do in in your time during the day. Working with so many people across the world, I have learned a lot. Like before Remo, I worked majorly in India. Even though I've had a few clients from outside the country, but I've majorly worked full time in the Indian work culture. So being explore, exposed to so many different people, it is an amazing learning experience. You get to understand how so many people think, how the culture affects, how the location affects people's thinking, how that affects their decision making. It is just, it is just beautiful to learn so much about different people, different cultures. In turn, that affects you as a person. That enables you to grow and become a better person. That is what is the most exciting thing for me to work with so many different people from so many different parts of the world. Okay, awesome. So back a little bit, when you're joining Remo as a bro hacker, and obviously where the COVID happened, like the Remo business direction were kind of like different from now. So could you just explain more a little bit about changes that you notice in the market? In terms of business direction for Remo, we were always betting on the future being remote. That that is basically how we saw it at the company even before COVID happened. We were betting big on the future being remote and people working remote first or remote friendly, events going remote first or remote friendly. All like what the pandemic has done is it has accelerated that change. The pandemic has like, instead of us or the world going into remote first and remote friendly uh, work culture in five years, the pandemic has forced us to do it within the period of six months. That is that is what has accelerated our growth as a company. And in terms of the market, same thing. The market eventually, in my opinion, it would have eventually moved to something which would be remote friendly and remote first. Because that just makes sense. Looking at everything that is happening in the world, we are facing climate change problems, we are facing um, fuel shortage problems. So overall, looking at the world scenario, this was an eventuality that we will move into remote first and remote friendly cultures. And the pandemic has, as I said, it has accelerated the whole thing. In terms of work cultures, that has changed. The market has finally realized, I think, or it is depends on the country, but it's still... We as the whole world, we are still getting there where we are actually realizing the benefits of being a remote company or having a remote culture. You can see that a lot of big tech companies are moving into like full-time work from home or permanent work from home, option to have work from home. And that is something which I think I see going forward, it will keep increasing and more and more companies will do that. That's great. And not only Remo is doing like I think work like remote working too there is so many existing companies just like expanding and keep growing the business so what is the big things in technology that you notice in the market and you think we should keep an eye on it very simple so this is something which I have not seen completely yet but I'm pretty sure someone will disrupt this it's basically I think we are also doing one part of it not whole of it but as human beings, we are social creatures. We we earn that 
that connection we need to talk to people we need to build connections and as we move into a remote friendly or remote first culture that physical contact with people go down because of the pandemic because of staying at home in lockdown for so long but the next big thing in the market which will actually disrupt stuff is people or the companies or tech which is able to actually connect people on a human level not something like social media which is it's like you're a different person on social media and you're a different person in real life connecting actual human beings creating those actual human connections building that companies who do that i think that will be the next big disruption in tech where you understand a human being not just what their persona you understand them completely so that is one part of tech which i think we should look out for second is companies and tools that make remote possible or remote working possible because like a lot of people have gone remote for the first time during the pandemic and a lot of them would have realized remote working is not all bed of roses there are a lot of thorns there are a lot of problems you burn out you overwork you underwork sometimes don't work at all you don't you're not able to give time to family you're not able to give time to yourself you're not able to work out all of those things so companies which build tech around it to enable that balance between actual life outside of work and life within work those are the two main things which i think will take off which are i think already taking off but which will take off even further in the next few months to couple of years mm interesting perspective saying like you're working nine years in like startups and i think you follow a lot of edtech companies so coming from that education tech background like what is the massive change did you notice in education industry after the covid impact so from an education perspective i think the industry in my perspective education is one of the lagging industries in general any technical change will come to education later than maybe any other industry what covid has done is covid has forced the education industry to adapt it's like it was always focused on the classroom most of the education rather most of the education institutes and industry had been focused on building the classroom enhancing the classroom experience all of that and now after covid or during covid that doesn't exist anymore so people are forced to think out of the box they are to make things happen to make a living to sustain the schools and colleges and the education businesses people are forced to think out of the box and from my perspective that is a good thing because it is it is like a hard pill for the short term but it will be beneficial for the industry as a whole in the long term because this will bring accessibility to poorer areas to people who earlier could not afford to go to something like a stanford they can like do the same thing from the comfort of their home at maybe a fraction of the price so in the short term this might be difficult for the education industry maybe for a couple of years but in the longer term this will make quality education much more affordable for people for in general everyone so that's my take on how this is affecting education for right now 
considering you are expert in remote work, do you have any advice for elementary school teachers who are struggling with teaching their students online? I think there is a small mindset change that needs to happen because working physically and working with students physically is a different thing. Working with students or anyone remotely is a completely different thing. The mindset has to be different. In physical world, you can see them. You can see them. You can control them. In the remote, when you're working remotely or when you're teaching remotely, that is not possible. So that mindset shift needs to happen where people stop thinking about controlling the students completely. It's more about goals. So earlier, it was more about, okay, you do step one, two, three, four, five. Step by step, you can control everything. What I think what they can or the teachers can do is moving away from there and maybe focusing on the goals that needs to be achieved. Like in four weeks, this student has to learn ABC things. How they learn it, there are multiple paths to the same destination. So they have to define the destinations, provide guidelines to get to the destination and let the students choose the path to get to that destination. Obviously, as a teacher, you are a guide and you will have to make sure you give the course correction and guidance to reach the destination. But controlling that path or defining it completely for them would not be completely possible in a remote setting. So this is what I would suggest going forward students and teachers or rather teachers can do to make sure students learn what they need to learn. Mm, that's great. And now we have, I think recently so many companies just kind of invent like vaccines like Madonna, um, BioNTech and Pfizer. So obviously I think next year we'll have a vaccines ready to use. So what do you think the next future of workplace be like? Do you think people will return to office after the uses of vaccines? Or the work from home is too comfortable and they will just stay work from home? So from my perspective, vaccine will take a couple of years. So it will be available for use, but it's like we have 7.2 billion people in the world. So it will take considerable amount, considerable amount of time for the vaccine to be available to everyone. And like proper, the way life we used to know last year, 2019, to get back to even that kind of a life, it will take us four to five years from my perspective. Four to five years, maybe the stretch, two to three years at the very least, it will take us. And once that becomes a possibility, I think we will never get back there. That is not going to happen. Because it's like it's like the stock market. Once it goes down, it doesn't go back to the earlier low. It always settles somewhere higher. So we will go into a new normal where remote will be as good as working in the office. From my perspective, people who are not essential in office, they would not have to go to office if they want. They can. They would not have to. And it's, it's a very simple business decision decision from my perspective. As a company, you can save up on a lot of costs. As a big business, you can save up on infrastructure cost, rent, electricity, all of that. So it is a it is basically a good economic decision from a business perspective. You can save a lot of money. It also, from a employee perspective, as I said, it gives you freedom to spend time with your family. So it gives you 
a better sense of li- balance between your life outside work and life within work also another thing which i think will change in businesses going forward after the covid uh, after like we get back to some sort of normalcy would be there will be like we have mental health programs in companies we have fitness programs in companies we will start having remote programs in companies where people will be trained to work remotely they will have tools companies will provide services to make sure people are working properly or they're working to the best they can not burning themselves out in a remote culture that is something which i think will happen in next couple of years you know you've been working remote for so long and um obviously there's a lot of challenges so what previously had and did you had to work on as a team and how did you overcome that challenges as a as a remote company or as a remote worker there are a lot of challenges that you face first thing that you face when you move from uh a office kind of setting to remote setting first thing is you don't have anyone around conditioned in a way to work by looking at people like there are okay there are 10 people around me nine of them are working i'm the only one who is not working i should work because others will judge me so that is something which drive most of like a lot of people to work but when you are working remotely there is no one you have to look at if you don't want to work you won't work so building that discipline is a challenge for people making sure you work and same thing about stopping work like 7 o'clock 6 o'clock in the evening everyone leaves if you're sitting alone you feel that no one is here i should not be here and you go home but if you are at home you're always alone and you might not have a look at the time and you can work till 10 or 11 or 12 in the night that discipline of starting continuing to work and stopping work is something which a lot of people will face when they move to remote i have i had faced when i started working remotely second thing which uh, which i had faced was communication so in a physical world setting it is very simple to talk to people or correct or course correct get feedback all of that in a remote setting that is not that easy as a manager as a company owner as a leader you can't see what everyone is doing and you can't just see how you can make changes as an employee you also can't same thing you can't go and just walk up to your manager and ask him what is him or her what has to be changed so that communication that clarity as to what has to be done how it has to be done what are the goals communicating clearly is very key in a remote culture in a remote company and that was one of the challenges that i faced when i had moved remote for the first time the way i think i i was uh, i solved these challenges personally as well as we as a company as a company i think these challenges never existed for us because our founder hoyen he has this is not his first remote company he has founded multiple companies and all of them or most of them have been remote so he has a lot of experience as he has, and he has learned from his experience in the past so as a company building that culture around remote was not a problem for us for me personally it was so the way i like resolved my my challenges number one i learned a lot about communicating from hoyen making sure i ask questions in a remote culture it is extremely critical from my perspective to ask a lot of questions summarize at end of discussions send out notes and make sure everyone is on the same page even you even after you do this every time there will always be confusion 
but this reduces it this reduces the doubling of efforts so that summarization asking questions is key that is something which how i solved the communication issues and for timing issues i have i've like i've built one room in my home as my office so the way i saw i solved it is basically having a dedicated workspace you have a dedicated workspace you work only in that space you don't go away from that space if you are working you sit there you sit there and work when you move away from there you don't work that mental distinction it took some time to get there but once i was able to condition my brain and body to okay when you're sitting at this table you're working when you're not you're not working that has helped me to disconnect from work and then reconnect in the morning later yeah that's really good like i think i kind of start using that kind of system as well like not to mix like so many places as my workplace like just set some space so um i think a lot of us has learned a lot from covid and i would like to hear your perspective about what have you learned you know from the covid situations ha huh. okay that is a way, like that is a very philosophical kind of question for me it's a very deep question for me at least the what i have learned from covid is money doesn't matter that is my biggest learning it doesn't matter how much money you have it can buy you a lot of uh, luxuries but nature trumps it if if something has to happen if like because of human interventions or because of the way we as human beings are living if nature has its wrath and it comes on to us it doesn't matter how much money you have you will eventually have to bow down to nature and we as human species even though we have done a lot of technological advancements and we have an amazing brain which helps us do that we are no match for nature and we have to make sure as a species we need to like as the world we need to focus a lot more on making sure we don't cut down trees deforestation doesn't happen global warming doesn't happen so focusing on natural issues uh, global warming things like that is something which i personally have learned but that is very important for us and all these material things like money car house jewelry blah 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 that will take you so far those are just material things but this is much more important for the planet as a whole mm-hmm. that's really great i think a lot of people start to kind of notice on nature and you know that's really good positive trends that we see in the world right now since you have been doing your own business you're running multiple um startups several startup business and obviously like the challenge jing of working on your business could be really uh crucial like it's really harsh right now so do you have any advice for startup founders SME business owner who, or someone who's looking for a job who currently facing a lot of challenges during this time so so the advice for startup founders and uh, uh job seekers will be different from my perspective so if you are a new founder i think it's very important that you start something up for the right reasons because like i'll just explain what i mean by right reasons in my mind so a lot of people start something to sell it so you start a company you will build it for 4 or 5 years 
and then you will sell it off and you will make a lot of money so that money at the end of the business is the reason to start a startup but it can be a good enough motivator for some people but it won't be a good enough motivator for most people so you have to when you are starting something it is a struggle for 4 5 years we at remo have been lucky that we took off within like one and half year but normally any startup is like two or three years of complete struggle you have to it's difficult to get customers all of that so you, when you're starting something up you're signing up for a huge time period of struggle but you also have to be happy during that time and when you're starting if you're starting up for something material or something which doesn't necessarily motivate you it will be very difficult to bounce back when you are put down because every day there will be highs and lows every week there will be highs and lows every month there will be highs and lows sometimes the highs will be very high sometimes the lows will be very low but even if at the lowest point you are not able to get back up it will be very difficult to keep going so that motivation to start or to do what you are doing has to be there so from my perspective that motivation always has to be intrinsic it could be money don't get me wrong there for some people money is a very intrinsic factor if it is there very good but my point is always start up for the right reasons for intrinsic reasons not for something which is outside of you and which might not motivate you when you have no money no friends no time no family even if you are in a situation like that even if you are still motivated then that might that is something which will actually take you long in the startup journey and that is that is my like suggestion from a starting up perspective from a job hunt perspective it is again similar but very different so a lot of people do jobs just to earn a living and there is no problem with that but making that difference between a job and a career is very important most people in their minds job is equal to a career or job is job defines them job defines who they are as a human being so making that distinction between okay this is my job or this is just my job and this is my career and i am not defined by my job i am defined by my career so that is very important career defines who you are job necessarily doesn't job jobs will coming keep coming and going regularly you can keep changing but career is something which you build over time over 5 10 15 20 50 years of your life you will build your career and that will be your legacy so when you're looking at a job try to try to find something that will excite you that matches with who you are rather than focusing on something which will just pay the bills for this week next week and next obviously everyone has to pay their bills i'm not saying like leave everything and go bankrupt but my point is if you have the luxury if you have the privilege to choose the options then choose something which resonates with you as a person which resonates with your values choose that over something which might maybe pay a bit higher but is not who you are mm. i think that's really great advice like a lot of us kind of like struggling has to choose between your dreams career and the careers that actually pay the bills so that's that's really good advice like middle grounds in here and there so it's like it's short term versus long term from my perspective it's like like when you are a musician when someone becomes a musician earlier starting few years they 
they might not be making so much money but they are happy because they're doing something that they are they love to do so doing a job which also makes you happy is something which i would always suggest or i would hope everyone gets and that is how i think people should approach finding a job which suits them their skills as well as what they are good at mm-hmm. that's great advice okay so last but not least um what is the next thing for remo so as a company so we want to uh, we want to keep growing that is obviously there we want to enable people to solve their problems so as i mentioned building human connection human relationships that is something which we want to do as a company as well i personally believe that is something which has to be done for human beings human race so that is where we are going to go forward we are going to stay on that mission where we will be enabling people to build better connections with other people maybe who are right next door or maybe who are across the world onto a diff- completely different continent so as a company that's where we will be going in terms of product yeah things will change things might remain same we never know we don't know what will happen in the future covid might not be there in 6 months or it might still be there for 6 years about the future i don't think any one of us can say with certainty that this is what is going to happen but i think that is the direction that we as a company will keep growing and going towards That is it for today episode guys. Do you agree with Ashwin that covid impact has made education more affordable in wrong run but in short term people might be a bit struggling or do you think remote education still cannot replace real human connection? Let us know which topic do you interested to hear more about. Check out Ashwin and Remo platforms in the description. I'm looking forward to our next episode and stay safe everyone.